I just returned from an incredible three weeks studying at the Hartman Institute in Jerusalem. It was such, it was just truly a gift to dedicate so much time to Torah. I don't want to be like the kid who comes back from summer camp because studying Torah all day with lots of rabbis is pretty much equivalent to a summer camp for me. But I don't want to be, uh, and this is not to Ella and Miriam, if you just got back from summer camp, don't take this personally. But I don't want to be like the kid who can talk about nothing else. Well, at Hartman, or I mean, when I was at Hartman, or <laughs> and yet I do want to share some of the most meaningful learning that I did there. The most powerful moments were when a teacher would present a text that I knew well and help me see it in an entirely new way. So my plan is to share those moments, those moments of chidush in Hebrew, of um, innovation, of newness, like chadesh, through a series of sermons over the coming weeks. In Pirkei Avot, we read, Ben Bag Omer Chafoch Bach. Ben Bag said, turn it over and turn it over again, for all is inside of it. That really is the power of Torah study to me, to turn the text around and around and around and to see something new each time. Many are familiar with the fact that there are two versions of the Ten Commandments in the Torah, one in Exodus and then a repetition in Deuteronomy. And the rabbis focus on one key difference between the Exodus and Deuteronomy versions. The verb that is used for Shabbat is different. In Exodus, the commandment is to zahor Shabbat, to remember, like yisker, to remember Shabbat. While in Deuteronomy, it is shomer, shamor et Shabbat, to guard or observe Shabbat. Like when you say someone is Shomer Shabbos, that means that they observe Shabbat. Or if you ever lived on a kibbutz and had Shmirah, that's guard duty. It's all the same, all the same root. That's why in L'cha Dodi, the first verse is, Shamor v'zachor bedibor echad, hishmianu el hamyuchad. Did you catch that? Shamor v'zachor. Observe and remember bedibor echad in just one word. Observe and remember in one word the unified God made them listen. That verse comes from a rabbinic midrash that teaches that there's no real discrepancy between the two versions. Rather, God said the two words at the exact same moment, shamor v'zachor, simultaneously on Mount Sinai. So they are both true of the commandment. God tells us to observe and remember Shabbat. However, one of the scholars that I studied with this summer, Dr. Micha Goodman, pointed out another slight difference between the two texts. They both explain that commandment of Shabbat as follows. You shall not do any work. You, your son or daughter, your male or female slave, your ox or your ass or any of your cattle or the stranger in your settlements. 
But Deuteronomy adds a phrase to the end of that paragraph, so that your male and female slave may rest as you do. So let me just read the whole thing in context again as it appears in Deuteronomy so you can hear the difference. You shall do no work, you, your son or daughter, all these other people in your household, so that your male and female slave may rest as you do. Goodman argues that the innovation here is that Moses, when repeating the Ten Commandments to the next generation of Israelites in Deuteronomy, adds the final phrase to alter the meaning or purpose of the commandment. In Exodus, Shabbat is imitatio dei because of the creation story. God worked for six days to create the earth and then rested on the seventh day. We imitate God by working for six days and then resting from our labors on the seventh day. Arguably, you can only celebrate Shabbat according to the spirit of the commandment if you spent six days working very hard to create so that when you stop doing that, you can appreciate the value of resting and of not doing. But in Deuteronomy, there is a double imitatio dei. We are not only like God as creators, we are like God as liberators. Just as God freed us from slavery in Egypt, we use Shabbat to free others from the burden of slavery. Here, the central mitzvah of Shabbat is not only to make ourselves rest, but is to ensure that others can rest as well. When Moses, is add, when Moses adds, so that your male and female slave may rest as you do, he is adding the notion that we don't only observe Shabbat to appreciate our own freedom from slavery, our own fortunate ability to rest when we need to. Rather, when we observe Shabbat, it's an order so that those around us, those that work for us, may also enjoy that freedom. That last piece of the puzzle may require more individual consideration. How can we liberate others on Shabbat? For some, it can be quite literal. If you don't call or email your colleagues or employees on Shabbat, you are allowing them to take a break from work as well. But for others, we may need to think more broadly about who works for us, directly or indirectly, and how we can make sure that they also have a Shabbat. My instinct is that in the gig economy, that is increasingly the labor force of San Francisco, there are many ways in which people are working for us on Shabbat, that if we took not just the spirit, but literally the rules of Shabbat, and stopped using so much money, stopped using so much commerce in our lives for those 24 hours, if we stopped using our phones for those 24 hours, my instinct is that we would liberate a lot more people from what that life of Saturday looks like. I think my notion of hidush, of newness, was that I had always understood the covenant, the breach of Shabbat, as God created this earth for us, 
God gave us freedom, and now our end of that bargain, our half of that covenant, is now we need to honor Shabbat and do the mitzvot. The new thing that Dr. Goodman helped me see is that it's not just that we say thank you to God for liberating us, for freeing us from Egypt. It's that one of the ways in which we do the mitzvah that God gives us is to become like God, is to also liberate others in our lives, right? To find ways in which freedom can become more of a reality in our world. So I hope that gives you a taste of the beginnings of my Hartman experience taking root here at Emmanuel. As Lamentations teaches us for this time of year, Hashivenu Adonai Elecha Venashuva Hadeshia Menu Kekedem. God, return us to you. Let us return. Renew our days as of old. May this year be a year where we renew Torah personally and communally in our lives and where we find more freedom for ourselves and for others on Shabbat. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom.